Welcome to the show. I'm Brett Amundsen. We don't want this to be your typical waterfowl podcast. In fact, we're going to have a collection of short waterfowl films to go along with this podcast. You'll be able to watch them online on the North American Waterfowl Facebook page, Instagram, YouTube, and other various video outlets online. This wasn't even planned to be our first podcast, but because of the timeliness of the subject and the uniqueness of the story, we're rushing it out there. In fact, I was in the middle of editing what was supposed to be the first show, and that's all about band stories and some of the wildest band stories that you may or may have never heard before coming up here on North American Waterfowl. But we're gonna go with this one because it's in the news right now. We actually went and filmed this for the TV show I do called Prairie Sportsman. Ultimately, we decided not to air it. Instead, I took the footage and I'm making it a North American Waterfowl show film. That's gonna be coming soon. So while I was working on that, I talked to the subject of our story, Ron Hendrickson, and I was asking him a couple of questions and it turned into uh, an interview. I started rolling on it. And this is that interview to tell the story of Peeps, the Canada Goose. And if you like what you hear, please like us, follow us, and share this with all your waterfowl loving friends. We're on a mission to educate more people about waterfowl, create more opportunities for conservation, and make you a better hunter in the field. This is the North American Waterfowl Show. This is the North American Waterfowl Show. Brought to you by Mid-Migration Outfitters. Offering guided duck and goose hunts in western Minnesota. Go to midmigrationoutfitters.com. By DRC Calls. Easy operating waterfowl calls with superior sound and craftsmanship. Go to drccalls.com. Get your North American Waterfowl hats, hoodies, mugs, and more. Go to northamericanwaterfowl.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And now your host, Brett Amundsen. Let's just start at the beginning um, last week when uh, Peeps didn't come home. Start there. Uh, what what happened? Uh, Monday night, Peeps and put- our, uh, Puddles came up to our house, which they do every night. And they come up here for the security of going into their shed where it's safe and warm. We were warned by the Fish and Wildlife. It was just a, it was an impossible task that they asked. They said, I could build a three-sided shed, but not a four-sided shed for the geese. And I could run a heater to the shed to keep them warm all winter. I can't afford an extra huge electric bill. And I don't think, you know, in this time when we're trying to prevent global warming, wouldn't that be a lot of unnecessary waste of energy and money and everything else? What would you do if you love something so much and you couldn't sleep wondering could they get hurt or killed would you shut the shed door on them that's what i'm asking you okay so anyway they come up every night puddles showed up and i thought oh wonder where peeps is well there we have hundreds of ducks out here every night r- flying around and running around on our property because it's a duck heaven we're next to a 2800 acre park it is duck heaven goose heaven right here we couldn't find peeps we had friends driving all over, checking all the local ponds, all the local lakes, people crying like, you know, if he's got to be dead. Well, anyway, we looked and looked and looked till it got dark. I couldn't sleep all night, didn't eat, you know, throwing up, stress. You know, my little boy is going crazy. My little boy's mental health is at, it's reached its limit before this because of lockdowns and COVIDs. When you're an only little boy and you live in the country there's nobody that can come visit really so his goose is kind of all these these couple geese that's kind of all he has right well anyway then tuesday 
people are searching, friends are looking, no peeps. We looked for a body. We tried to find feathers. We couldn't find the poor goose. Well, anyway, all of a sudden, uh, a lady that uh, was going to release ducks here, she had heard, you know, that our pond was, a, you know, a, a safe place to let geese go. She was going to text me and say, hey, can I let your goose go or this goose go? And then she goes, you aren't missing your goose, are you? Because she had seen Peeps the Goose videos on the Internet and stuff. And I said, oh, my God, yes, we are. Is he dead? And she said, no, he is. He, he's uh, he's OK. Well, anyway, we were so excited and she was going to release him here at our house. And then that's when the DNR got involved and told her, do not. You're not allowed to. And now Peeps is in captivity, sitting in a little tiny dog kennel. And uh, they say they're either going to release him into the wild where he'll either be killed, you know, shot by hunters, hit by a car, or fly in front of a, a jet ski on a lake and cause an accident, or, you know, he'll get killed, or the jet ski people hit somebody, who knows. Or they'll clip his wings and keep him in captivity forever, which will make him unable to fly, something that he does every morning he waits by my truck also yeah. i was i was warned see here's okay you've you've met jamie zender our good friend i think we were all crying listening to her story you know she has stage four cancer and uh, anyway she can't come to the geese you know and my little niece johnny i think you met her and there's so many other people on the lake we can't bring all of the sick people and the little kids to the geese. So we bring the geese to the sick people and the fans. And we have to do that safely by putting them in the truck to get them to the lake. The Fish and Wildlife said we could keep them, but we cannot haul them in the truck. But the thing is, if you had a, a little, you know, I don't know, if you had a gift, it's it's been a curse, really. It's a curse because... We can't go on vacation. We can't leave, you know, like normal human beings on Easter. They're having dinner with people. I got to go home to make sure three hours early leaving the party just on Easter to make sure that there's no bald eagles or anything trying to kill the geese. But we want them to live and be happy down in the pond. So I just go home, double check, because that's, a, you know, towards dark, that's when coyotes and predators are going to come out. So I give up that part of my life away from my family and the friends and all that just for some geese but the thing is i wouldn't trade you know what i mean like i you just can't when people tell you that they uh, send the videos to their mother in the rest home that they can't go visit and they send the goose videos and they say to you my mom lives her life through your goose videos would you give that up taking the chance that they're going to take the geese, you know, it, 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 I, we divide orders, but the thing is we are defying orders, which I know all the fish and wildlife, I, I, will, I don't want to say names, they're just, they were all very nice people, respectable, everything. They were human. The guy, his voice was trembling when we were talking on the phone because he said to me, I don't want to be the big bad government that gives you a ticket and takes them away. And here's the real truth, you know, like they said, don't have them on Facebook, the thing, but the thing is when you have something so special at such a weird time in history when there's so much sadness, so much suicide, so much depression, would you yourself, Brett, would you hmm. keep it a secret? I can't. It's almost like Christianity. If they tell you we're going to 
cut your head off if you don't stop preaching the gospel. That's what we're born to do. We're either sheep or warriors. And, and I mean, I, I'm not some little tough guy, but in this case, I was a warrior. I took, when, when, you, when you go out to the lake and then the girls that are in the Boy Scouts of America, when they come up and there's 20 of them that were picking up trash on Prior Lake and they say, this is so cool. I've never got to be this close to a goose. That makes it worth it. That what the ticket or whatever I get and 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 whatever that was worth it because those kids never experienced anything like that in their life, and then there was a lady from Colombia. She had some kids, and I mean you could tell they were high high maintenance kids, the fanciest fingernails and stuff, and they were letting the geese nibble on their fingers. They've never even been close to a goose and couldn't even believe it. And they said, "How many years have you been training these geese?" And I said, "They're only." 11 months old <laughs> and uh, I said they were born to do this like they, they I, I'm no I, I don't know how to train geese I've never trained geese but the thing is when you're mentally losing your mind and losing your business and you're locked out of your job you don't maybe you become an animal I don't know I, I honestly could plead insanity at the time because I don't even I couldn't even think clearly all I knew is it was the most depressing time and here, here's a special thing. Uh, on May 6, 1994, I got hit by a gas truck. I broke my back, my ankle, my tailbone, bruised ribs, bruised kidneys, broken shoulder, um, concussion, and an ulcer. My friend flew through the windshield. He broke five vertebrae in his neck. Jeez. And, and, and then 26 years later, <clears throat> here comes this little goose, you know, all by himself. And the thing is, you can go buy a Canadian goose. I have so many friends that have them. They would probably give them to you because most people don't even, they're nuisance. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're more interested in the higher end, higher dollar, cooler birds because a Canadian goose is not anybody's first choice. It's kind of just a uh, bird, right? Well, anyway, if I wanted a Canadian goose, I could go buy one for tw 20 bucks, top dollar. Some people give them to you for free. But I, I, my, I promised my wife we were going to get chickens. We were going to get a chicken coop. She, her dream was to have her own chickens, get her own eggs. All of a sudden, we get this goose. Well, anyway, um, so 26 years after the car accident, on May 6th, the day that I was supposed to be dead, it was kind of weird that here comes this little goose. Right? Oh, it was the same day, 26 years Six. later. Yep, and then the ironic part was the next year on May 6th, I'm driving to the Mall of America, just going out of my mind like I hadn't eaten for three days, been throwing up, sad, worried about my little son, worried about my niece, you know, like, ugh, and my wife, my daughter, you know what I mean? Everybody's losing their minds. Friends, Jamie Zenner that has cancer, like she said, who do I call? What do I do? She would do anything. That lady would die for these geese because that's about all she's got left right now is just these geese, right? Well, anyway... The phone rings and I go, oh, God, I wonder if this is the U.S. Fish and Wildlife, you know, because I've never seen the number before. I'm like, please, please, please just say you can keep the geese. Well, it was Rob from Fox 9 News, and he said, can, you, can we come do a story about Peeps the Goose? And the thing is, that is the dumbest thing to do, right, to be on the news. We were supposed to shut up, try to keep this a secret. I did not want to be on the news because that just fuels the fire and gets – gets the position even harder probably gives our chances of helping people way less but the thing is you know what this goose needs to be shared you know what i'm saying whether maybe this is what gets this law changed because 
or or makes amendments to this law. Because if you can, if a farmer can shoot geese, little baby geese, because there's too many. If the DNR can round up baby geese and and adult geese in July and butcher them, and if cities can oil their eggs to get rid of them, yeah. maybe they aren't as rare as when they wrote this law that says an ordinary citizen cannot without training. You know, here here's my history. Uh, my mom and dad had geese when I was a little kid. Then I had little ducks and geese and blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, the funny thing is one time this game warden stopped me and he goes, you look familiar. Where do I know you from? And I said, I don't know. And he goes, you're the guy that was standing in the middle of Highway 60 saving the, that mom mallard and those baby ducks. And I said, you saw me. And he goes, you're nuts. He says, my hat, I take my hat off to you, kid. And he goes, you saved them ducks, but that was so stupid. And I said, hey, I, I, I love ducks, right? So anyway, then one time uh, I was on Channel 5 News. I went out on a paddleboard, and I, the ice was an inch and a half, two inches thick, right? So anyway, a, a coyote had ate a mom deer. And my friend called and said, go kill that coyote. And I looked, and, and it wasn't a coyote. It was actually her fawn laying next to her who watched who watched her mom get eaten alive. So anyway, this was the last day I was moving out of my house in Faribault, and I went to go uh, get it. And my friend came, and I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm coming to videotape you drowning so I can sell it news <laughs> because you're an idiot and you can't do it. And I said, well, good luck. Well, anyway, I went out on the ice with the paddleboard, and the thing is, I am honestly fearless. I had an elk ranch. I've been almost dead a hundred times, right? So I went out there, and the worst you can do is fall through the ice, and then I'll just get on the paddleboard and look like an idiot, and then they'll come rescue me or something, or I'll figure out how to get short. So I go out there, and I pick the baby deer up, and the deer goes, bah, bah. And my friend said, oh, God, his name is Brad. And he says, he's yelling for us because they saw me flopping around with the deer. So they came out there and chiseled to make sure the ice was safe and got out there. And they tied a rope and they spread out and they drugged me to shore. So anyway, the ironic part was they came to videotape me drowning to sell it to the news. And we didn't even know how to, back then we didn't even know how to check our messages on Facebook. Well, anyway, here was Channel 5, Channel 9, Channel 11, all them guys trying to uh, see if they could air our Facebook page of us saving this deer, you know. And it's like, how ironic, because they thought I was going to drown to get on the news. But no, we saved a deer instead. No big deal. Anyway, then another, I just have a history of being a dip. Or, 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 sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I was driving, we had an elk truck, right? And our elk truck had holes on every side of it from our elk putting their antlers through. They've ruined the radiator, everything. So now we're going to, to SRI in Northfield to get a new transmission. And here was a sandhill crane sitting in the ditch on New Year's Eve. And I am very familiar with sandhill cranes because in canada i shot one and it hit me in the face knocked me unconscious and because <laughs> oh boy yeah so, oh i got a black eye and bruised ribs i fell into a rock pile and i i had feathers so far up my nose that they had to take tweezers to get them out and i thought i asked the guy that found me was i in a bad accident and he was laughing he said no you got your ass kicked by a bird because the sandhill <laughs> crane knocked me unconscious well anyway um what do you call it uh so here's the Sandhill Crane, New Year's Eve, Northfield, in the ditch, right? Well, I know they're not supposed to be here because, you know, they, they migrate and they're, they're, they just, he isn't going to make it. So I said to the girlfriend, we've got to, you know, walk him slowly with the wind because they can't take off with the wind very good. And then we'll get him into the trees and then, you know, we'll get him to the raptor center. 
So I walked the crane, you know, walked him slow, walked him slow, walked him slow, got him into the trees. He went to go fly and you chase him with the wind and then he can't take off. And then the, the brush prevented him from flying. So all I had was my hockey duffel bag. So I put him in there. And when we went to SRI, the guy said, he looked at our truck and the condition of our truck. And he said, did you kidnap a little kid? What in the hell is in that bag? <laughs> and I said, you can't look in there. And he said, is that a little kid kidnapped somebody? And he opened the bag up and the Sandhill crane bit him in the face like five times. And he said, how the heck did you catch it? And I said, oh, we saw it and I caught it, you know. And he said, do you realize the DNR has been trying to catch that thing for three months? He's been on the front page of the newspaper. And I'm like, I don't know. I, see, I was born with the gift of animals, you know what I mean, to help them and to raise them and that kind of stuff. But I, I'm too dumb. I don't know how to read books and all that kind of stuff. So I couldn't be a biologist, so I did the second best thing is work in a Dairy Queen earn enough money to get to go experience, make ponds, plant trees, make wood duck houses, make habitat. That's that's how I can help the world. And, and in this case, a couple of geese and let numb the pain of cancer people and little kids mm. and whatever through a pandemic. Here's the thing. The long and the short of it is peeps and puddles got, I'd say, hundreds of thousands of people through the pandemic, but they also got a handful of people through the rest of their life, two of which have died in the last three weeks or a month, I say, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, where we filmed yep. the house next door to Johnny, that sister would come and tell me that her sister crawls to the window who's mm -hmm. died, of, just died of cancer. She was so weak, but she'd crawl to the window and watch those geese fly. So the thing is, what should I do? I can't drag that lady over here. You know what I mean? She's so sick, she, she can't leave her house. So the thing is, you know where we take off when we, when we take off with the geese, right in front of her house on purpose so she can watch, and we end our journey right in front of her house. So she doesn't get to see the whole production, but she got to see the beginning and the end of it, and her sister came over and thanked me so much for doing it. And, and I didn't do anything special. I just, you know, like, hey, that's, that's common courtesy. You know, the, so th that's the thing. That's why a person puts them in the car and, and it's, it's against their rules, but it's like, uh, why can't we, could we ask governor walls? Can you pardon peeps and puddles? You know what I'm saying? Like, can look, let them be traveling educational purposes. Cause I know the DNR is things like that where, you know, like what if I went, what if it was a class trip to prior Lake, different schools come to prior Lake to get to see it. Cause I don't think we will see geese do this again. And who's the wacko that's going to have the time or the energy to do it? I mean, here, here, do you think a normal human being is out on October 20th in a blizzard where you can't see the public access, but yet you're so dedicated to letting that goose fly that you went? <laughs> it's the dumbest. I mean, probably need my head examined. I don't know. <laughs> let's, uh, let's just back up just a minute um, because – that, that you knew that this was one of the risks going in, right? Because of the laws regarding. Um, yeah, and the, yeah. And like I told the U.S. Fish and Wildlife guy, I said, we created a monster by accident. The thing is, at, at the time, May 6th, you're locked in your house, right? Not You couldn't go to the doctor, right? Remember, it was too dangerous. So here's the thing. You got a little boy that's going out of his mind. You get this goose. And the thing is, look, at you can go buy it. If, if, if we just wanted a pet, 
duck or goose, you can go get them. You can go to Tractor Supply and get one for like four or five dollars a duck. Mm-hmm. No, we had no intentions of it, you know. So, so here, here, it happened by accident, right? So we get the goose, and now we got it. And the thing is, okay, the right thing to do, and that's why I said, can we make this a learning opportunity? Can they bring awareness of there is local people? that are trained to, t- you know, to take a herd animal to like, let's do something positive with this story. Let us keep these, you know what I mean? And, and do good with them. But uh, explain to people like, Hey, there's rehabilitators. You call your local police. They'll find the rehabilitator. Don't try to save the little bunny. You know, you, you can have it in the box after your dog hurts it or whatever, but this lady knows what she's doing. She's trained. Right. Call her, you know what I'm saying? And here's the cute, cute thing that came out of this. So May 6th, now we're on the news, right? That's 27 years after. Um, May 6th, we, uh, again. Yeah. yeah, May 6th. It's just weird. Of, you know what I mean? Like So anyway, two minutes after the newscast, the phone rings, and it was from Kansas. And it's like, oh, God, this is probably like the big time U.S. Fish and Wildlife going to yell at me. What do you think you're doing? You know, Or, hey, let's just give you this goose. You're causing too much. It ain't worth it. Just, that's what I was hoping for, right? Like, they had a change of heart, and they found some loophole where they could just let our little boy keep the goose. Well, anyway, I, I said, hello. And it was a little girl, and she said, hello, mister. We just saw your story on the news. We found a baby goose, and I've got to move to Oklahoma, and, and you can keep him safe for me. And mm-hmm. I said, honey, I said, honey, it's against the law for me to keep him, so I'm going to give you a phone number, okay? So I gave her the phone number, and... The, the long and the short of it is um, the, the little baby goose went to where Peeps the Goose was. I know that I've been there before, all that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? But I keep that a secret, you know what I mean? Because I respect that lady. She's mm-hmm. awesome, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, it was such a cool story. So, look at realistically, in our own way, two years in a row on May 6th, we saved a goose. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just. So weird. where, w- what do you think? What's the timeline here that Peeps has? I, who knows? I truly believe they'll just euthanize him and be done with him. You know what I mean? Because you let him go in the wild and he, he'll uh, try be friends with people. You know what I'm saying? Could cause an accident, blah, blah, blah. The thing is, it's just like unnecessary. Why can't they let him go here? Why can't we? figure out like why can't we i mean laws are you know joe biden do you remember he just said joe biden our president about the second amendment he said no amendment is absolute so how can a goose law from god knows how many years ago how can for a little boy's sake for a town's sake for some people's sake how can there not be some sort of amendment to that for humanity or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, wh- just, is there a way that you can make him educational or is there a, you know, is there a license you can get to be able to get him a, back? And I ask every question and they say, Oh, you know, all they can say is you broke the law, you broke the law, you broke the law. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I said, what if we donate a thousand dollars or whatever? You know what I mean? Like whatever, what does it take? What if we donate this money to rehab? Like my sister, she said, why can't we donate to a rescue group? Let them rescue a goose that really needs to be rescued. This goose was rescuing people. You know what I mean? Like this goose doesn't need rescue. But let's bring awareness to the uh, the need for 
because these people, I mean, they do it with the, this lady does it. They do it out of their house. I mean, they are, I mean, they have hearts bigger than big, like unreal. You know what I mean? They, they take snapping turtles that have broken jaws, wire their jaw, feed them with feeding tubes. And I said, why do you do this? And then I check up, you know, six months later. And the lady explains to me that that big snapping turtle, she let it go and it did good. A hurt seagull, this, that. They're amazing, amazing people. In fact, she and the game warden both asked me to get my rehabilitator's permit. Yeah. But the thing is, if I did that, I still couldn't keep the geese. And then see, the oh, thing is, they re rehab them and set them free. Yeah, and the thing is, they don't want you to have any human interaction with any of them. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not that guy. I'm the one who can save them and get them to the lady, you know what I'm saying, and get them across the busy highways. But I, okay, when it's when it's pouring rain, and then you, you sit out in your parents' yard on Prior Lake, laying next to the geese while they're flopping around in the water, freezing cold, so stupid. But, hey, they enjoy this, and... The, the pond's frozen at our house still, right? So anyway, you're out there just just like a goose shepherd. <laughs> it's just like, that's me. I, that's human interaction, and I can't be the one that just puts them in a cage and then throws them out in the wild. You know what I mean? But that th th that's different people, and that's better people than me probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, But I, I just said, what if, what if like our mayor from Prior Lake could adopt them and they become – the city of Prior Lakes property, and we are their custodians. Let them live here. Let us travel. You know what I mean? Let kids come. Like, what if there's class trips that come to the park in Prior Lake just to watch peeps and puddles fly once in a while, mm -hmm. and it sounds crazy, but look what a zoo is. If I said, hey, let's go get a bunch of animals from around the world, and then we'll have class trips come there, and it's going to cost millions of dollars. And then we're going to have to sit there and use tax dollars and, and funding and all that stuff. Would you think I'm insane? What if this didn't cost the world any money just on me? I'm footing the bill, paying for the gas, the insurance, the jet skis and all that stuff. My mom and dad, actually, because I'm half 90% broke because my Dairy Queen was closed for a whole year, basically. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, what if it didn't cost anybody any money? And, and You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. how how... how who can be the mediator? Can our governor decide part, you know, Governor Walls, can you pardon peeps and puddles, you know, well, they one of our congressmen? Yeah, they pardon turkeys. And then there That's are, the thing. you know, there are some states and some rules out there that let people keep certain wild animals. Like uh, I know of people that have uh, a coyote as a pet here and there or a fox. Obviously, the sticking point here is that this is migratory. So there's some different rules that apply to it. But um, you have a petition out there, correct? Yep. Where do people if find I, it? If they could go on Peeps the Goose Facebook page and just sign the petition. And the thing is, we aren't trying to raise hell. I know this puts a target on my back. I know this puts the DNR in a tough spot. They're, they've all been very, very nice. I mean, all of them, very nice. And it's we're all in a terrible, tight, tight spot. But the thing is, can we make one, ex I, I don't say an exception, but the thing is, are we all going nuts? You know, the guy sitting in the office that's got to make this tough decision, do you have a uh, either a son or a little grandkid? Are they depressed? Are you worried about their mental health? Do you, uh, do you have a grandkid that's going through the same thing? Whatever. We all are humans, and 
these are therapy geese. They really are therapy geese. And I don't know that they could ever be replaced. And it, yes, we could probably go buy some other geese and you replace them. But the thing is, is it worth the mental health of all these people that fans that are crying and my kids and this and that and me, I mean, I, I haven't eaten for four days now and uh, it just drives you out of your mind. And it's like our dog didn't hit, get hit by a car. You know what I mean? Our goose isn't dead. There's got, I mean, what do we do? Look, here's the thing. This was our dream. Um, what if we could work with Minnesota waterfall? What if we could work with ducks unlimited and use these geese as a platform and start a GoFundMe page through Ducks Unlimited or through the Minnesota Waterfall Association where all these people donate and we get a, we, we who knows, maybe these geese can, can raise hundreds of thousands for the cause and, and name it Peeps and Puddles Pond where people can go, you know, like turn it into state hunting or, I mean, let's do something good with these geese. This weird situation happened for a reason. So let's turn it into a positive instead of a negative. The thing is, I went on, um, when we went on uh, our, in uh, Outdoor News, that was craziness. You know what I'm saying? You know that's where all the game wardens watch. That You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. They're watching. And that was honestly a plea for help when we talked about Peeps and Puddles' story because you're in so deep. It was almost like, is this, can, you know what I mean? It was like, I, I don't know how you explain it, but like this is going to bring some negative, negative, negative attention. And, and you know, you, we know you don't have the permits, blah, blah, blah. So like, it was almost like surrendering, you know, waving mm -hmm. a white flag, like, can we, and then nobody really said anything. And it's like, oh God. And then, you know, and finally in the December, the guy called and he said, uh, how'd you get peeps? And I told him and he said, Okay, thank you. And he goes, and how'd you get puddles? I said, well, a lady had saved, you know, a hawk had a hold of puddles, and then uh, she had rescued it. Well, then that was during the lockdown. And the thing is, that's why we need awareness for this, because that lady, like, who do you call? Like, do you know who you call if you find an injured goose? It's like, why isn't this common knowledge? You know, why can't we have, right? Why isn't it on the internet? Like, hey, call this person. Or call the police something. Like, let's bring awareness. So this lady saves this little goose, and she says, I have a girl goose named Puddles the Goose, and you have a boy goose named Peeps the Goose, and I swear it is supposed to be a children's book, right? <laughs> and the thing is, and the thing is, it's like, let's write some more chapters, you know? Let's, let's make this a happy ending. Are you worried about Puddles? Oh, she's going nuts. Yeah, she, she 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 goes down in the pond and honks. You know, and they mate for life. And the thing is, yep, I know in their mind, like if we're if we're hunters, right? And let's tell the truth, you know, like hunters, we know we break up pairs all the time. We shoot, you know, we mm -hmm. shoot a goose out of the flock, and that goose gonna find a new new mate. But okay, what good came out of this? You know, this goose will fly away. She'll get shot. She'll hit a or get hit by a car or something. You know what I mean? Blah blah blah. So the thing is, I don't know what problem did we solve. You know what I mean? Did we just get this conversation gone and everybody forgets about it? So uh, I don't think anything good came out of that. That's why. Why can't we do something positive with this? You know what I mean? Like. Well, and, and, and if we haven't mentioned it yet, those peeps and puddles both were f essentially free to come and go. Like they weren't 
in captivity, they could fly and occasionally they'd fly a few miles away, wouldn't they? Yes. They, they, I mean, they fly and you know, what's so cute is, uh, Jamie's enter called one day I was sitting outside and it was the first sunny day in a long time. And she said, I was just sitting here. She said, sitting by the lake. And she said, they came here and they said, hello. And I said, are you sure it was them? And she said, I know it was them, you know, cause <laughs> you, she just, but here's the weird thing. Okay. So you remember filming with me, right? Mm -hmm. This is when you know, you believe in God, right? Okay. I mean, this just a, confirms. Well, anyway, we got, we got four hats from you guys when we filmed for that show. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, I was driving to go give Jamie her hat the next day. I had peeps and puddles with me and I was going flying. A piece of goose down flew out the front window and I saw it go, right? No big deal. Well, anyway, then the dang thing swirled around, 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 came in through the back window, <laughs> swirled around and stuck. I mean, the smallest piece of goose down. And I sent a picture to you. I don't even know if you got, it. but anyway, it stuck to her hat, <laughs> you know, and this lady's dying of cancer. That's like God saying, Hey, I got you, you know, or whatever, wow. you know, peace, whatever. So anyway, my mom and dad live on the lake. They're gone to Florida, right? So Jamie used to, she, she hated my mom and dad. She didn't even know who they were. She hated them because they came, they built the house right where she used to hang out for years. She would go sit there and watch the moonlight. She would do this, 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 right? So she didn't even know who these people were that lived in this house. Well, anyway, my grandma had a 91-year-old birthday party, and it was outside, you know, and my mom had it for her because, you know, it would most likely be her last one. My grandma loves the goose. She had a hip replacement, and she would go watch the goose. And that's the thing. I don't even talk about my grandma that loves to watch the goose. And we even have pictures of her watching out the windows because it's so cute. But anyway, so we had this party, and here comes this. This is how we met Jamie. She, 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 you could tell she was just, you know, totally, totally opposite political party as us. You know what I mean? Never shoot an animal. We're hunters, right? Well, anyway, I said, if anybody, who, who brings a goose to a birthday party, first of all, right? <laughs> it was raining. It was raining, and we didn't know if we were going to have to have, we were going to get to have the birthday party. So anyway, me and Johnny went flying in the rainstorm, and the sun broke out for a little bit. And we got some of the coolest pictures. That's actually on the petition. That's the picture with the sun. That The sun broke out for just a second. So anyway. Well, anyway, we said, whoever wants to come watch, watch. Well, here's this lady, and you could tell, oh, my God, she hates my political guy and <laughs> hates hunters. Oh, hey, we'll make this work. Well, anyway, she became my good friend. She became Peep's biggest fan. You know what I mean? And the thing is, something brought us together. Well, anyway, my mom mm -hmm. and dad are gone to Florida, right? I, I told her, go sit by the lake, and I put a chair down there, and she said, you would really let me. And I said, God, yes, they're gone. Let's go sit in the chair and uh, enjoy the lake. Well, here's another thing that happened. And I sent you a picture and I never did explain to you. But anyway, I set the chair there. She went there and a feather had blown across the lake, stuck to the chair, mm. a big feather, a big feather. So if you don't believe in God or whatever, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? The, the feather didn't have to fly across a whole lake and land on the chair where this lady that loves peeps the goose, that loves puddles the goose, was going to sit and enjoy her last days or year. You know what I mean? I did see that picture. I was wondering about it, actually. 
Yeah. So anyway, I, I did. I, I send so dang many messages. I don't want to annoy people. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the long and the short of that one, sir. So, hmm. well, um, hopefully, all obviously, this all gets resolved. Are you worried that they might come take puddles? Yeah. They, I mean, that's that's that is honestly ninety percent a given. You know what I'm saying? Because they're they're like they said, you better make wise decisions with puddles. But here's the thing. That little goose needs to stretch your wings and fly. And there's still people that love to see them. I still have a little niece that's so depressed, such a beautiful little girl. You know what I mean? There's still a lady that can't travel. You know, she can't drive, scared to, like, physically get in your car with you just because of COVID. You know what I mean? You know how people are. They're afraid. But she's vulnerable. And, you know, do we know what it's like to be vulnerable, sick? you know, blah, blah, blah. So the thing is, what do you do? I don't know. I, I, I what would you do? That's the thing. I, I don't know how you answer. And that's why it, that's why the thing is we ran towards the fire. We should have never been on the news. That just opens up a target on your back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's still another plea for help. Like, Hey, can we let, you know, I'm not out. I don't, I'm not laying in the road. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying. This is a peaceful protest. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Here, here, yeah. you know, a peaceful protest. Hey. And that's the thing. Can, can we pardon peace and puddles? That's the whole question. There's little kids in Oregon that are going to be coloring pictures of peeps. Hmm. And th- I don't even know who they are. But my, my chiropractor, he's a very good friend. He told people, these little people love them in Oregon. And they're going to color pictures. Trinity School in Faribault is going to be coloring uh, pardon peeps and puddles pictures tomorrow. And they want to know, can they send them to the governor? Can they send them to the fish and wildlife office? And it's like, I don't want to get a big fight going because the thing is we're all human beings. And I think they all have hearts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to be the guy sitting in the office that has to deal with this. But the thing is, it's like, this is a unique thing. And the thing is, this law is so old. And the thing is, the, the reason why they do this is they're worried that a whole bunch of people, like the guy said, we know you know how to take care of them, but this makes a whole bunch of people think they're going to go catch a Canadian goose and raise one. Mm-hmm. But this, when this law was written, people lived in the country, not in apartments and little townhouses where they're too crowded. They could hardly even have dogs. That's why people have little dogs nowadays. The thing is, if you think they're going to go take a goose, are they going to go buy a jet ski too? Are they going to go get a pair of waders and go out on a lake March 28th? Which, I mean, have you ever heard of anything dumber? You know how many people <laughs> on the Internet say, kid, you're going to drown. You can't wear waders when the water's that cold. Mm-hmm. But when you, you and, and flying in blizzards, the thing is, it's like that's, that's when you're sick in the head and you do love these geese. You know what I mean? Because let me tell you, you know, like the guy said, you know, I think, do you do this for the attention? When when I was out there in the blizzard, let me tell you, I couldn't see the public access. I could hardly, you know what I mean? So nobody could see us. It's just that that love, that goose just loves to do it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I wish you well. Um, it's quite the story. And w- would you do it again? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing. You look at, okay, here, here's an example. The little kids in children's hospital. Did they tell, what if they told LeBron James, you can't come see them? You know what I mean? 
do you think he would? You know, or or would they tell the kid, "Hey, I know you're sick and you're dying," or 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 an adult lady? Would they tell them, "You got to go to LeBron James' house or whoever excites you," you know what I mean, or makes you forget your problems about cancer? What if that was the only option? Like, hey, bring your IVs and your, drag your your little bed out there and go watch the geese over at Ron's house. Would that make sense? Or would it, would it, the compassion of just saying, all right, let them haul them in the dang car for five minutes. And if they don't like it, they'll fly away when they're at prior Lake. Or if they don't like it, they can fly away at our house on the 47 acres with the pond made in memory of Travis Peener. And I don't know if I ever told you, but so many people say that, you know, you made that pond in honor of a friend that died on your birthday. Is that his spirit? Come back as a goose to be in his pond where he belongs. And the weird thing is he had just got married six months before. And all of a sudden along comes this little puddles of the goose, puddles, the goose. And then the thing is, what's so ironic is six months after we got puddles, she got taken away. Our peeps got taken away. And it's almost like Travis's tragedy repeating itself again. Mm. So, I mean, that's what makes you cry, stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just weird. You know this happened for a reason. You know you know what I'm saying? It did. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you know, like if it's so important that these geese get back into the wild because we've depleted the population, two of them out of the population, wouldn't it be awesome in three years, because Canadian geese have to be three years old to breed, wouldn't it be awesome if they had their own little geese that got up and flew away and it turned into six geese instead of peeps getting killed out in the wild or never flying again, getting taken away from his mate? What if in three years, that's how we repay? You know, maybe there's not a monetary value, but what if those geese get to go fly away? Yeah. You know? Well, and just the outreach and education you could do with these two geese because they're so... They're so used to being around around humans that uh, and and the stunts that you do and the ways you can show them off and and um, um, you know almost like a, a, a service a service animal maybe you get a service animal that's what I was saying like they're I said that they're ther- they're service animals they're therapy animals therapy animals the thing is you know just think if they imagine let's like you said okay so imagine now what if i illegally got a service animal right and this little blind kid or this little sick kid has been walking around with this yellow lab and then all of a sudden a year later you come tell that little kid we're going to let your yellow lab go up in northern minnesota in the in the woods because or let's say it was a pet wolf right what i you know or yeah it's whatever but the thing is like you go let him go in the wild and he's not going to survive you know mm-hmm. and tell that little kid you know sorry but that's life you know what i mean like and it's not a this isn't a bald eagle this isn't a wolf this is this is a canadian goose you know what i mean yes it's protected and whatever but it's like come on mm-hmm. well people can find that petition on peeps the goose facebook page uh Ron Henderson, good luck with everything, and uh, thanks for thanks for telling us your story here today. Yes, sir. Thanks. You take care. Thanks for listening. We've got a video version where we went, and I had the geese on my shoulders feeding them lettuce. We watched them flying across Prior Lake. We've got a whole video version uh, show coming for you at NorthAmericanWaterfall.com on Facebook and Instagram as well. So check it out. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time here on the North American Waterfall Show. Thank you.